Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 23, Mixed Blessing. Which is not the plural blessings. It is one blessing. Okay, okay. There's there's only one blessing in this episode, I guess. Gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little Uh, Roger. You mean Lamar? (laughs) Yes. When I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the era where like Karen was a name for babies. Oh gosh. Can you imagine little Karen? I know, like, some of the names that our parents are, it's like, who named a baby? Like, Karen is an age, like, a like a name for a middle-aged lady. Like, who looks at a baby and names it, like, Roger? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, like, um, Bonnie. Or, like, yeah. like, Gladys. Yes, yes. Like, who, yeah. But I, I love to picture it, though, at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, are you ready to get into adult education? Because there are definitely some facts to learn about this episode. I'm sure there are. Yes, I am. Okay. So, the description of this episode, Mixed Blessing, is Dorothy's son, Michael, is engaged to a black woman who is twice his age. <gasps> Scandal. I know. Mm. Um, this episode was written by Susan Harris and Christopher Lloyd. Yep. And it was directed by Terry Hughes. Good job, Terry. Who yeah. looks at a little boy baby and names them Terry? I know. Is it short for something? Terrence, probably. Oh, yes. oh my God. Yeah. Terrence. I thought, t- <laughs> my first thought was Terold. Oh, God. That's not I a name. That's right. Okay. So, guest stars, we have Scott Jacoby. Is that right? I- um, as Michael... Um, Virginia Capers as Greta Wagner, Lynn Hamilton as Trudy, Montrose Haggins as Libby, Hartley Silver, I like that name, Hartley, mm-hmm. Hartley Silver as Justice of the Peace, Rosalind Cash as Lorraine. Yes, yes. Lots of guest stars. Yes. Um, and then the episode aired on March 19th, 1988. Nice. And on this day, Man in the Mirror was very popular by Michael Jackson. Very good Ooh. song. The I love that song. It is a good song. It's a good one. And it then um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Thinking of You. <clears throat> and then on the cover of Life magazine was Glinda Radner. And I was not familiar with her so oh, i looked her up gilda gilda oh, radner i'm sorry gilda yeah gilda she was really big on snl yes and mm-hmm. she was married to gene wilder oh i didn't know that yeah she actually passed away a year and a half after or like a year and a month after this um from a mm-hmm. cancer i did not mm-hmm. i did not know that i didn't mm-hmm. know her i never heard of her yeah she's an snl icon yeah I From the early days. Looking at her Wikipedia and mm-hmm. reading all about her. Yeah, yeah. It's sad that, that she died it so early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, Jean mm-hmm. Wilder, like, really, <clears throat> after she passed away, 
um, really spread information about her illness and, um, he, like, made a foundation and organized a lot of, like, things that, um, like, for early diagnosis, like, spread a lot of information and, uh... Oh, great! Like, That's good. I'm trying to yeah. think of the right word, but <laughs> trying Prevention. to get... Thank you, thank you. Preventative care to, um, you know, support early diagnosis, so, um, you know, you can catch it early. Yeah. That's what early yeah. diagnosis means. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. We're learning. Yes, we are. So the facts that I found on IMDb are um, Michael's given age in this episode is 23, which they don't let us forget. Right. But he appeared before in that episode Family Affair with Bridget, mm-hmm. um, Rose's daughter. Um, in that episode, his age was 29. That's and so then weird. the actor who plays him at this point is age 33. So weird. I know. I know. Um. And then, um, in June 2020, Hulu pulled this episode from streaming at the request of Disney ABC Domestic Television, the distributor, over the scene where Blanche and Rose wear mud masks Mm -hmm. that resemble blackface. This was one of several high-profile streaming shows that removed episodes with blackface-related content during the same week. So, question, because I watched watched it on Hulu, so why... Was it put Yeah. Back? So I took to Golden Girls fandom, okay. like the wiki, mm-hmm. um, to read more about this episode. Because honestly, there weren't that many facts about the episode. Um, Which is surprising. Like number wise. I, I know, me too. Um, but I went to the wiki. Mm-hmm. And okay, this is what their facts about the episode say. It was removed on June 27th. Um, at the time, the United States was at high civil unrest. Um, during the pandemic measures and Hollywood was removing content that could be deemed offensive mm-hmm. um, towards African-Americans and Hulu gave in to a small group of activists. After the removal, a survey, there was a survey, um, 95% of the participants of the survey had nothing against the pain of faces. Um, although many say that the scene is not offensive or racist as the episode had already sh- showed the reason why Rose and Blanche had mud on their faces. And Rode had also stated, this is mud on our faces. We're not really black. So I think they must have taken a survey and got it. I don't know any other specifics about how it got back on there. But was the survey specifically for this episode or was it for like all the episodes that were removed or all the, the content that was removed? I don't know. That's a great question. I would assume it was just for, um, this episode. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I really don't know. I remember, I vividly remember it being taken off, but it wasn't, it's not an, it's not an episode I watch a lot. Um, Okay, I have one more fact. Um, So the part where Sophia comes home and Rose and Blanche have the masks on, um, it looks like Al Jolson in blackface, and she says the thing about Raisin and the Sun. Mm -hmm. Um... Apparently, it's a compliment to one of the actresses, the Virginia Capers, the woman who played Lorraine's mother. Mm -hmm. She won a Tony for her performance in a musical called Raisin, which was based on Raisin in the Sun. And um, uh, Michael's fiance, Lorraine, her name is Lorraine, Mm -hmm. which could be a nod to the author of Raisin in the Sun, um, Lorraine Hansberry. I love that 
I like that book. I've never read it before. We had, I read it in high school. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did not. I did not have to read that, but it's very you good. liked it? Yeah. It's a okay, very okay. good story. Yeah. I also love the name Lorraine. I do too. It's pretty. It is pretty. And can we talk about the actress who played Lorraine? I thought she was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I loved her. Yeah. Um, well, that's all the facts that I have about the episode. Do you want to get into On Golden Girls? Sure. Okay. So the episode begins with Rose and Blanche on yet another exercise kick. Yes. As these girls often go through. You can really tell that this um, episode was like, I mean, this whole show was created during like the peak diet culture. Yeah, diet culture for sure. You know, people just constantly trying to starve themselves or over-exercise themselves for the sake of losing weight quickly. Yeah, what's um, funny is Sam always gets really defensive over Blanche because Mm -hmm. he's like, I don't get all the fat jokes. Like, she's not fat at all. I know, I know. he gets so defensive about it. It's really funny. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. No, he's not. Yeah. I I don't understand. I don't either. Yeah. Not um, that there's a problem with being fat at all either. No. You know? It's it's just bizarre. Because yeah. she's not, she's, it seems like she's the same. They have different body types, the For girls sure. do. But maybe she's like more of an hourglass figure as opposed to like Rose is more busty. Right. Or like, no, maybe Blanche is like a pear shaped, I guess, because they always talk about how her butt is big, even though like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But they all have different body types. And I guess they like to play into that. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Um, really? Apparently, they're doing this dieting because they're going on a trip to the Bahamas. Oh, yes. The, the, I thought of you because they're dating twins. Oh, I forgot about that. I know. That's so interesting. Like, multiple times on the show, twins date together. Right. And not just, like, young, like, older twins. Like, twins in their 50s, 60s, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Twin bonds always, I mean, obviously I have twins, so that's what's interesting. But, like... The, the bond to me and how it develops or doesn't develop or mm-hmm. is always so fascinating to me. For sure. We don't ever get to meet these twins, though. No, no. Sadly. <laughs> so, um, <coughs> the big thing is Sophia, well, not the big thing, but Sophia is leaving um, at the beginning of the episode because she's going to Epcot. Oh, yeah. And she just goes on her way. Um, Doesn't I feel even bring like this a bag is... with her. Nope. She's just going and gonna play game, whatever game it was she said she was gonna play and come right back. Yep. Um, it's funny. This What did this remind me of? Was it the, the priest episode where Dorothy dated the priest where there's like some oh. ploy to to get her out uh-huh. of the episode so you can come in and see her reaction right, later? Right. Yeah. This was another one of those yes. kind of moments. I like how they do that though. Me too. Me too. I I think that's a good um strategy. Yeah. Um. But as soon as Sophia leaves, the doorbell rings and Michael's Michael here. Is here. Oh my goodness! Michael's here. Ooh. His band had a free weekend, so good for him. He's still working. Yes. He's not dropping out of a band because he has to wear a tie. He's growing uh, up. Even though he's yeah, younger, he's, he's growing even- up. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's so true. Yeah, he's a he's a man now. He he um he had a free weekend, so he came by to visit, and he's also engaged. Woo! Um, yeah, he's engaged to um his band's singer. Her name yes. is Lorraine, and he is head over heels in love with her. He like. This dialogue moves so quickly because he's like, I'm getting engaged. Um, I'm marrying this woman. Her name's Lorraine. She's the one. Um, He tells Dorothy that she is black. And Dorothy has a react. Actually, well, Dorothy has a lot of reactions to all of this. I mean, that's Um, a lot of information being thrown at her at one time. Like, first, your son surprises you. Yeah, Second, like, he's engaged. Mm Mm-hmm third like he throws this bombshell and he does it because he thinks she's gonna have a reaction over that he does and you know i i get that but at the same time i i was still kind of surprised at dorothy as a character for having any kind of reaction you know what i mean me too just because i feel like she is so such a modern like activist and you know really strives for equality for everybody that yeah. it's very surprising that she has a reaction maybe because sure. it's in her family it's yeah it, I don't know. and we learn as the episode goes on though she doesn't have an issue with Lorraine being black for sure yeah um I just thought her reaction was interesting I mean and yeah. you know she defends herself and says like look you've thrown a lot at me but she doesn't really at the beginning, not that I remember, she doesn't ever really say. She does say it later, but at the beginning, she doesn't say, I don't have a problem with you marrying a black woman. Right. But right. she does say it later. So, I yeah. mean, yeah. Um, she's overwhelmed. And then, this kind of really bothered me. Um, Michael just assumes, I guess, that Dorothy doesn't have a life. And he's like, oh, good, because she's coming tomorrow. And then the next day, her family's coming here. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, how presumptuous, sir. I know. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. At least maybe phone call and, hey, is it okay? Yeah, like, because it's not just like, I want you to meet them. It's like, right. I want you to host them, too. Right. Like, not let's go out to dinner. Let's have them over. Right. And then Lorraine's going to stay here, too. So you guys got to move around your sleeping arrangements and stuff so we can yeah. sleep here. Yeah. So, you know, I don't like that. Um, Michael is not my fave. No, no. This is probably my favorite episode um, of Michael, though, like, for his character. I would agree with that, yeah. Because he's not great. He's not the worst in Family Affair, but he's not great when he comes back in the next Michael oh, episode. Yeah. 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 This yeah. one, he actually seems like kind of a, a decent guy. A good guy, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, the we go to the next scene where Dorothy and the girls are sitting at the um, kitchen table, and she's talking about how nervous she is. Right. And they go into the living room at one point, and they're just talking. And one thing that I love is Blanche um, says, like, oh, well, Dorothy, if you're feeling nervous, think about how Lorraine feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when, like, as somebody who has anxiety, like, mm-hmm. when you throw it in the perspective of somebody else... And thinking about how other people might feel, that always kind of brings me back to Earth sometimes. It's yes, like, absolutely. You know, uh huh. That's good true. perspective, and I think that's important perspective. 
yeah, it's so easy to get wrapped up in your own thoughts and anxieties and thinking about how other people feel. You're right. That is kind of grounding. Yeah. Um, And I also love this part where Rose says, can I ask a dumb question better than anyone I know? I I know. I love that they... That that's one of the promotional quotes for Hallmark. Yes. I vividly remember seeing that for the first time. Oh, yeah. So Ugh. good. I know. That's one of my favorite show episodes. And it was one of those things where I didn't know it was going to be in this episode. Yeah. And oh, me too. There. Me too. I was yeah. shocked, but like so pleased. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Lorraine shows up. And Dorothy's immediate reaction to her is, oh, my gosh, like, it's so nice to meet you, Lorraine's mother, like, oh, Lord. And did you think she, okay, did you think she looked like she was 44? Um, I think she had gray hair. She did. So that kind of made me think. Yeah. I thought she had a youthful face, though. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But black I mean, I can people see her are being... blessed with, like, beautiful, beautiful skin that doesn't age like um, white people. It's true. It's true. It's true. She's gorgeous. <laughs> her skin does look very, like, yeah. youthful. And her face looks youthful, too. One thing. I mean, I don't know if I want to talk about this now. I'll just say it now. Um... <clears throat> Lorraine doesn't really have much of a personality. I agree. I like this episode. Mm-hmm. However, I don't feel invested in their relationship. I, yeah. I do love the fact that it's an interracial couple. That Absolutely. That makes Michael happy. But Mm -hmm. I feel like it could have been even more powerful if this could have been, like, a two-part episode. Totally. Or, like, we could see them in their element as a couple and not just automatically defending their rights as a couple. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it could have gone deeper. Yeah. And I I totally agree. I feel like it could have made more of a punch. Me too. Like, more of an impact if they had allow the audience to fall in love with this couple. I know. And I would have loved had they done that and then continued to bring them back once or twice a season. Yes. For just like for the representation, Absolutely. for the stories. Like I think it could have been really great. it's a really cool story because not only is it an interracial couple, but it's a couple that has an like age gap. Absolutely. And they just throw it away. Spoiler alert later, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I wish Lorraine had more of a personality. I think she's, um, I think. Because, like, they really she has... could have made something, like, with her being, um, like, a singer. Like. Absolutely. You know, like, she, they really, they had it. And they I didn't know. use it like they should. I know, it was, like, almost there. Yeah. Like, she has amazing lines, from what right. I remember, right. because she says some really great stuff. Right. But, you know, just, I would have loved to see their chemistry if right. we, if we, if we could have seen them sing together, like, Or, like, him playing you know, the saxophone uh, and her yeah. singing. Like, that Total- could have been so cool. Yeah. 
I mean, they fit into the first episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. If they the could have just fit. Yeah. Yeah, like that would have been so nice. Oh and gosh. I mean, I, I guess that's a good problem to have, though, that we want more right. of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. Um, I mean, yeah, that's what I wanted to say about Lorraine as a character. Yeah, I think they really um, could have used her more because, like I, like we both said, like such a there was so much potential mm-hmm. for her, yeah, and they did not. Yeah. Use it. Um, Dorothy is pissed about how old Lorraine is. Now she like, what was her reasoning? Like, why? Did she have a reason of why that was such her age, like, being such an issue? I think just, like, maybe because it's unconventional. I think she just had an... She never really gets into, like, you're a different part. I think she just says, like, you have nothing in common, and that's kind of it. I think we're supposed to kind of assume, like, that uh, that's where her feelings come from. She really doesn't specify. She's more like, I can't believe you have such an age difference. He's twice, or you're twice, she's twice his age. And I could see her being concerned, but she doesn't really bring up any specific kind of uh, problems. Like, do you think she's taking advantage of you? Or like, what, what What are you going to do with your lives? You know, what kind of future? Yeah, yeah. But I think we're just supposed to assume all that because um, I guess her just saying you have nothing in common is is all we're going to get from her. Yeah. And I think, you're right, I think there could have been more there. Um, And Michael kind of throws back what she said last night, um, the night before, what she said about her feelings about Lorraine being black. Like, um, and all that matters is that you love each other. That's the most important thing. And he kind of throws back in her face, like you said that, but now is that, does that not apply because of her age now? Right. Right. And then he does the thing that happens on the show a lot where he's upset. He's like, Oh, I should have never come here. And then he like, you know, stays the night there. I hate when, and I don't know if this is a man thing, Uh huh. but I hate and maybe it's just a TV show thing when people maybe. just like walk away from the problem instead of talking totally. about it. It's like you blow up and you like say these dramatic things. And like you said, then he stays the night. I know. It's just, uh, I'm thinking of Becky specifically going, I wish we had never come here and yeah. like leaving. Yeah. yeah. But he just like storms off into their house to stay into their house. Right. And then it puts the like, rain at such a weird like place like should i say yeah. like should i stay and talk to her should i go follow my fiance absolutely like, yeah. yeah i feel like i feel like i empathize more with michael and lorraine than dorothy mm-hmm. um like i'm definitely on their side right because i feel like if dorothy had a problem like you had mentioned like she should have brought up more specific things right. but honestly i felt like she hadn't even gotten a chance to talk to lorraine right like Lorraine, she said a couple sentences to Lorraine, and when Lorraine goes back, then she goes in on Michael. She doesn't even give it a chance. Right. She doesn't let the news, like, digest. Well, she she just immediately that, reacts. Like, does she even... When do they talk about, like, the age, like, how old she is? When do they... 
when do they say how old she is? Because, I mean, she I, could I, just have gray hair, you know? She could. You're right. I don't even know. Um, don't Maybe remember. late, like the next scene, maybe? Maybe. I don't remember specifics. Okay. But, yeah, you're right. Um, The girls are up late again. And I really like the um comparison, like, really quick, how Blanche actually talks about how she almost lost Becky because she put her nose in her business. Right. I like the callback to the episode, right. like the back they, mentioning that I that wish had they happened. Did that more, yeah. Me too. But my one problem with it, I like how they did it. Uh-huh. But then she says, "Remember how I almost lost Becky because I put my nose in her business?" Right. And when I thought about that, I was like, "But you got her back though because you put right, yeah, her nose in her business." I mean, but but they could have talked been talking about like before that. Oh, she is. She is okay. But she got Becky. But I don't know if she would have lost Becky. I don't know. Yeah. But I do like the callback. Um. So the girls leave when Lorraine comes in and they start talking. And Dorothy's pretty dismissive. Like, why the hell are you wearing my son? Right. Um. And Lorraine, I really like how Lorraine is vulnerable with Dorothy mm-hmm. and tells her about, like, her first marriage. Right. And how, you know, like, when I was young, I married someone who everybody thought I should marry. (coughs) Right. Because it seemed like we should, and it seemed like we were in love. But I don't think we were ever in love. I think it just seemed like we should be, so we did. Right. And I thought that was an interesting point. Like, it doesn't matter what, she said it, like, it doesn't matter what other people think. It just matters how you feel about each other. Right. Yeah. And Dorothy, Dorothy's like, yeah, that's, that's cool. But I just can't bless your marriage. Like, I don't approve. Yeah, it's very interesting. That whole thing is very interesting because she gets it, but because it's her son, she's like, yeah, but no, it's not good enough for my Michael, you know? Yeah. How do you feel? Like, I'm not a parent, so, like, I'm curious how you feel about that from the perspective of a parent. (sighs) Like, like, logically understanding why something may be right, but, like, emotionally not being able to approve? Well, I mean... You just want what's best for your kids. And I guess it's like you have a certain idea of what that is. And when your mm-hmm. ideas don't match up, it's kind of hard because you visualize something. But then what you visualize isn't happening. So you, mm-hmm. it's just, it's hard to make that switch, you know? Sure, sure. Um, but I mean... You have to do what's best for your kids. And, like, you know, how they, spoiler alert, we're ta- we'll talk about, the, I can talk about the end, like, how both moms come together and it's like we want to be in this grandchild's life, you know? Yes, yeah, that's, and they That's do, the yeah. most important thing. So, mm-hmm. as a parent, they might not do what you want to do, but as long as you're there for them, if it doesn't work out in a mm-hmm. positive way... I feel yeah. like you being there and be that shoulder to cry on. Like, kids have to make mistakes, you know? True. Yeah. And not that this is a mistake, but if you think it's mm-hmm. a mistake, you give them the best advice you can, but mm-hmm. you ultimately, he's an adult, you have to let them make their decisions and be there if it doesn't work out. Yeah. I think that's what bothers me about Dorothy's approach yeah. to this is, like, she just goes in on it as soon as she sees it yeah and she doesn't give any time and i think yeah 
like we talked about earlier, like if we had seen the relationship progression, we could have been invested more into being on Michael and the Reigns team if we had. Yeah. You know. For sure. For sure. Um, so next is the scene that caused such an uprise is um, when Lorraine's family comes in yes. um, and, you know, they see Blanche and Rose, um, not in blackface, but in a face like a mud mask, yeah. um, giving the appearance of blackface. Right. What did you think about this? Um... I I feel like I I don't know because I'm not black, so I don't Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know if I can like I don't feel like I'm the right person to answer that question. Um That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Um I'm not gonna say if it's offensive or not because as a white person I it didn't affect me. Mm-hmm. So, um but I could see how, like, it, it, I don't know. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Like, I, yeah. I think what is good about this, this scene and that we've talked about it and mm-hmm. the problems with it, like how it could be seen as a problem. And I think it's important mm-hmm. for the black community, like, if it is offensive, like, do we need to take it down permanently? And I think mm-hmm. the fact that Hulu did have that conversation in that poll, mm-hmm. um, I think the conversation is important for people to have. Like, it could yeah. be taken this way or it could be taken this way. But as a community, what would be right for us to do yeah. for you to make it okay? Because we yeah. can see how this could be a problem. Mm-hmm. What I think is interesting is people, like, it wasn't just this that I think could be considered offensive. Like I thought a lot of the jokes, mm-hmm. again, not my not my place to decide whether or not they were offensive. But right. I thought specifically Rose, I thought Rose made a lot of like jokes about black stereotypes. Right. Um, I can't say if they're offensive or not. Right. But I thought those were um interesting to talk about almost more interesting than the mud mask. I agree. I when I was watching it I thought the same thing i was like "Ooh, that's a little hmm maybe that should be taken more into consideration than the mud masks but what i thought was good about this episode was that it didn't um it it didn't really endorse rose's jokes right you know what I mean? Like, she was kind of seen as dumb for saying those things yes, and ignorant. it was more so, of an ignorant thing than anything. Yeah. It wasn't like the show taking the stance of her joke. I, I agree think. with that. I, I would agree That's, with that. Yeah. Um, so, this scene goes on for a little bit. Um, and we find out Dorothy has the problem with the age difference. Right. But Lorraine's mother... Um, has a problem. I'm sorry. What was her name? Um, they don't really say Greta. Oh, okay. I think Greta. Yeah, Greta. Sorry. Um, Greta has a problem with, um, Michael being white and the family being white, which I think is, I think is very, um, interesting and valid to bring up. 
I and agree. one thing that I was really worried, this is honestly my biggest worry. Well, not maybe not my biggest, but one worry that I had going into this episode was mm-hmm. that the show was going to kind of take the point of or the perspective of, well, that's racist of you right. to not yeah. approve of Michael because he's white. Right. And I was worried that we were going to, I was worried that that's what they were going to say. And, um, right. I'm really thankful that they didn't because, you know, I think that they are completely valid to be wary of their daughter dating a white man. Right. I mean, there's so many layers there and so many reasons why that would make them nervous. I mean, especially during the 80s. I mean, things are, I mean, things are still really hard for people who are in interracial relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I could see them being concerned. I can too. Um, But that is not something that comes up. Right. Yeah, I think Dorothy is a little defensive, like, hey, my son is not a wimpy white boy, right? but, or like, that's my son, but it's not like, how dare you say that when, you know, I'm happy that it didn't go in that direction. Yeah, and again, it's two mothers worried about their children's happiness and their future. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. I do love... Oh, Blanche. Um, they're like talking about what could they have in common? Like she's too yes. old for him. And Blanche sex. goes Sex <laughs> And that part I love that part. And then when um Lorraine's mom starts talking about I can name this many black men. Yeah. And then Blanche is like, Wait, let me get a pencil. Hold on. I need I to know. know. I know. Honestly, yes. I yes. <laughs> yeah. That I love that. Fabulous. Um, and um, wrote um, basically the the uh, the scene ends with Michael being like, you know what? Like, I don't care what you all think. We're getting married no matter what. Screw y'all. Right. Yeah. And um, later, Dorothy's up late, mm-hmm. stressed. And Lorraine's family actually comes by because they've been up and they're also worried. This is like, this part always makes me, like, wish that they had, like, a spinoff where it was a black family, like, a black woman, mm-hmm. like, a group just like the Golden Girls, but black. And I thought yeah. that would be so, like... Because they had their Sophia, they had their Dorothy, they had, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It would have been a cool, I don't know. And it would have been a good opportunity for, not mashup, whatever you call the crossover episodes. Right, yeah. Yeah, I I really, I liked the scene of them all eating cheesecake, you know. I did too. It was a very come together moment, like, look, we're all just worried about our kids you know yeah and to to me it wasn't too cheesy I agree. in your face like like look they they don't directly they don't say anything that's too like look at us right. we're all the same aren't we yeah like, no i mean maybe a little but not really yeah um but Rose says, um, while they're getting along so, so well, like, isn't it great? This, this is the line that kind of made me think, oh, that's a little cheesy. But yeah. the reason she was saying it was, isn't it great we're all getting along? And Michael and Lorraine didn't have to elope after all. And then you're like, and, oh, pause? What? Excuse wait, what? Me? What did you just say? And oh it turns out Michael and Lorraine 
made good on their word and they are eloping and everybody follows them to this chapel and they confront them and Lorraine says the line of like you know what you can feel how you want to feel we're getting married no matter what it just means you won't get to see us and you won't be able to see your grandchild oh snap oh snap and this is where Dorothy and Greta come together and say you know what we're both not really cool with this relationship, but we both definitely want to see our grandbaby. Yep. Spoiler alert. This grandbaby is never mentioned again. <sighs> so let's just come together and go along with this. Yep. And there's a moment, you know, where they're bickering about what the name is going to be. Like Roger versus Lamar. Boy. How about let's and... let the kids name the child? <laughs> That's what I was saying! <laughs> Oh my gosh, I I agree with you there. Um, and that's the episode though. You get married. Yep. And then they get divorced like two seconds later. Oh my gosh, when when is that episode even? Like maybe four or five? I don't know. I don't know either. But it's I feel like this was such a missed opportunity. They could have had so much more. Mm-hmm. There would have been really good opportunities for more episodes and it more really um, more representation, I, more love, absolutely. more. Mm. I know, I know. It just. But I feel <sighs> like that's such a sitcom problem. Like it you is. Coulda, coulda, coulda. And we say this not just about. We've said this about many Golden Girls episodes. Oh, yeah. So I mean. But this one, I feel, could have been a powerful movement in TV. I know, like, just, like, having that conversation about interracial relationships. Right. Like, it would have been so great to have more. But we also don't, I mean, I wonder how much, um, I couldn't really find anything, anything about, like, the feedback from the viewers or the Mm. network or anything. Like, could they do any more? Right. Like, were they allowed to? Were they able to? I don't know. Very interesting. Yeah. And again, this is coming from what, a 2022 perspective? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, where we can say that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so stand by your man. Um, <laughs> I only have, I kind of have one. I do have one to count. Okay. Um, when they're having the conversation in um, uh, the kitchen about um, black men in the bedroom, as they say. Yes. I loved that um, one. Yeah, Blanche this, mentioned. Can I ask one question? Is it true what they say about black men in bed? And Blanche is like, yes, absolutely. Yes. So she basically confirms it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to say that is that is a one, at least one man. Right. Could potentially be more, but who knows? Mm-hmm. They don't let her share. Nope. Um, yeah. Do you, this is an odd episode, so I want to share my lady of the evening first. You know, before you do. Okay. I'm thinking about the whole interracial thing. The girls never date any men of color. The one I exception. Fidel Castro. Not Fidel oh. Castro, but. Fidel. Fidel, yeah. Um. Kind of, but I would say that, um, not that she dates him, but Sophia's kind of romance with Al. But would you even call that a romance or a friendship? Um, 
I I would for Sophia, I would probably call it a relationship, but I don't know. See, I was glad I that they had the call that a relationship. I would have called that a friendship yeah. of two lonely older people for that sure are seeking company. Yeah. And I absolutely agree with you that there could have been more diversity in the cast of like extras and men that they dated and men yeah. that they even friendships. Right. I was just thinking of that too, but you're you're right. You're not wrong. Yeah. It definitely could have been a bigger thing. But yeah. I wonder, I wonder, like, I would love to know the background of, like, the network and their, like, not that I would have loved to hear, like, what their thoughts on that would be. Like, if they ever tried. Right. You know? Whether they tried, be... like, what are the statistics of that happening on TV in those days? Yeah. Very low. Very, Very interesting. Low. Um. And maybe that's why they did it with a side character so that in case the reception was poor, mm. they wouldn't have to do True. it again. True. Mm. Yeah. Have we talked about Sophia with, have we done that episode yet? Yeah. Okay. I love how, I feel like we're so deep into this um, podcast now that we don't even know like what episodes we've done and stuff. I know. The only reason I remember that is because that was the premiere of season three. It was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, and I it believe feels, you. I feel like season three has been, not like the longest, but I feel like it had not in a bad way is what I mean, but I feel like it has been the longest season for us to talk about. And I wonder if it's because we're back in school and stuff. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that is it. <laughs> Well, can we talk about Lady of the Evening? Yes, we can talk about Lady of the Evening. Okay. I'm going to give my Lady of the Evening to Blanche. I thought of all the girls, she was the most open-minded. Um, I loved her lines about, like, sex. And I like how she brought, you know, had the call back to Becky I I just I I thought Blanche um was a very supportive character for sure. Um, um yeah. I was going to pick the same person for the exact same reasons. I almost mm. picked Rose. Mhm. Um but I wish she wasn't so ign- ignorant when it came to um race. Yeah, like, that could have feel... just been like her her well, and not I, with not with race, and it could have just been her ignorance. Period. Just with life. Yeah, I feel one thing that bothers me about Rose. I, I feel like it's something that's consistent with her character. It's it's like she has this like like view of the world where every like everybody's equal and and yeah. i mean she you know, sees like, the world through rose colored glasses and yes. not like and that goes with her name and with the color like roses you know yeah yeah like i feel like she is one that can be ignorant she has a view of like the great american dream and how exactly. amazing everything is exactly. and it comes from ignorance and like right. her lack of like exposure to other people's experiences and you know what that's almost a good representation of white people well, yeah, her exi- her like character is kind of a commentary because there are people out there like that. Right. And a, a thing about the girls is, I mean, you kind of need that yeah. to have conversations to open up people like that's minds. Right. So right. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I almost picked Ru- her, but I... Yeah. Like, the reasons you pick Blanche, I pick Blanche. Yeah, Rose was probably my least favorite part of this episode. Um, I said what I said. Yeah. Um, cool. But, yeah. So, we both picked Blanche. What... Okay, this is a hard question. Mm. What would you rank this episode? Or is it a hard question for you? Um... <sighs> It is a hard question because, like, it had some classic quotes. I love the sex, jo- sex jokes from Blanche. I love the conversation that um, all of the women had at the kitchen table. I love the representation of it, the interracial couple. And that conversation mm-hmm. that they had at, I'm sure, a very uncomfortable time in history. Yeah. Um, so, I think... For the time that it was released, it, I'm sure, and I could be wrong, but I'm sure it was very, um, like, nobody, not a lot of people had had conversations like that before. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure it was pretty groundbreaking, but um, I probably would give it an eight. Okay, that's a, yeah, I, I got your reasoning. That totally makes sense. Um, I, I mean... I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Um, I think it could have been more. I think um, it must have been, it must have been really groundbreaking at the time and everything. I feel like it was such a missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, But again, that's coming from a 2022 lens. Totally, 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 totally. And that's where I I have, that's where it's hard for me to judge it because I don't I don't know what it was like in the eighties when this was released. Like what mm-hmm. was the climate Absolutely. like? Because I, I feel like in the eighties, that's when eighties and like nineties was when America had like these colorblind glasses on. Mm-hmm. You know, where like rose colored glasses, everything's fine, everybody's equal, but was it, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I think for that reason, I'm going to give it like a seven. Okay. Um, I, One thing structurally about the episode that was really interesting for me was there were so many things packed into this episode. Yeah. I like feel so like many scenes, so many could, discussions. This literally could have been, I feel like, a two-part episode. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like. Definitely. I, I do really, I think the one mistake that they made that would have made this episode more groundbreaking, and I feel like they could have done this, is yeah. show Lorraine and Michael's relationship. Let us fall in love with that couple, you know? Absolutely, yeah. I think it would have made so much more of an impact if they had done totally. that. Just one scene of them totally. happily together. Without totally. outside influences. Absolutely. I yeah. Even if it closed out the episode, you know? Yeah. I agree with you there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to lead us into next week's episode, I think, I mean, based on the canon, not the canon, but the reception of this episode, maybe they could have gotten rid of it to um, have a second part of this episode. Because next week, we will be discussing... Season 3, episode 24, Mr. Terrific. Oh, everybody's excited for this episode. 
or we've like been getting terribly epi- not excited. We've been getting DMs about this episode since we've started this podcast. I know, right? <laughs> we have. I this hope. Is gonna be awesome. I hope the. I hope the pressure doesn't get to us. This episode always reminds me of you. Oh my gosh! Really? In it what does. Way? Do you? Because. Do you like this episode? I think about it a lot, but I don't like it. Okay. I wonder why Do you it think I like it? I remember watching it with you. Maybe we watch it together one time. Maybe. I don't know. I, J- Jenna, I maybe have seen this episode, like, a, I mean, I don't know how many times, but it's been so long. I know I say that about a lot of episodes, this but one, I mean this, this in one. a way where I never rewatch this one. If it comes on, I will watch something else. And I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know um, what's going to happen. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to pre-rank it like a two. A two. Okay. Um, no, no. Scratch that. A four. A four. A four. Okay. Yeah, Benefit I was thinking doubt. four or five. Okay. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm interested. Because I have no idea. Bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank thank you for being a friend. friend.